locally with family and friends. House of Destiny International Ministries presents Senior Pastor Dr. Larry Manley with today's message of a spiritually vibrant connection with God. We hope that you enjoy the viewing. The spirit of salvation is planting, I mean, is plowing in the field of your life. And he's plowing with 12 oxen. That means that 12 means that God has a divine purpose for you. And salvation is on an assignment for you to do a work in you. That's why it's there plowing up the field of life in you so that you can get a greater revelation, a greater light, a greater understanding from God so that when you're faced with the challenges and the wiles of the devil, you'll have something to back up on and go back to and say, okay, Lord, this is what I need to do. This is how I need to do it. So this is the way I'm going to do it. But if you caught in an ambush, then it'll knock you. It'll get you. And where you did have peace, now you've got nothing but disharmony. A lot of us in our marriages and relationships are going through disharmony right now, you see, because we're not allowing God to rain down righteousness, because we're not seeking him enough. We're seeking the problem more than the problem solver. And because we won't listen to sound counsel, because we want folk to continue to listen to us in our madness. So what we do is we go and we seek those out that we can bend our ear on to listen to our madness. We need to start telling folk to shut up. You so-called men up in here need to start telling these women when they get to acting crazy, shut up! You women up in here, when these men get to acting crazy, y'all need to learn how to tell y'all husband to shut up! Somebody say, shut up! Because a fool is a fool. Doesn't matter what gender it is. A fool ain't got no gender. In the name of the Lord, a fool is still a fool. And he'll still, or she'll still put God's name on it. Huh? Am I in the house? So he's plowing. Because salvation has a divine purpose for you. And it's working in your behalf. 
and he was plowing behind 12 yoke of oxen. Oxen represents your affections, your feelings, what you're feeling, what you're desiring. And 12 yoke, that's two to each yoke, means it's 24 oxen. And when you count 24, 2 plus 4 equals 6. So we know he's talking about man right there. We know 12 means divine purpose of God in man. So we're still dealing with six plows among the 12 yokes. Six plows. Still talking about man. Every four oxen. This is the way that thing was set up. That was a plow. Then it would go two more pairs of oxen. Then there was another plow. And then there would go two more pairs. But he was behind the twelve. See, that's significant. He wasn't behind the first one. He wasn't behind the second plow. He wasn't behind the third. He was behind the last plow. Now note, the twelve, right? Now didn't I tell you twelve is the divine purpose of God in man? That meant that God is about to do his thing in you. It's at the end. There's a shifting of the power. There's something about to change in your life. And God wants you to understand that this thing that's about to change in your life, God is going to be the one to do it. And it ain't going to be through the law because the law is going to be taken out the way. It's going to be done through grace. Somebody ought to say amen up in here. So, 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 so here it is, this thing called Elijah. Elijah takes on the mantle. Elijah throws it on him. Now, it shifts from the law, because this seems to be taken up. This seems to be fulfilled through salvation. Now, salvation has a double portion of power. Didn't you get more power when you got saved than you had before you were saved? And ever since then, if you are growing in this thing, your power increases. In unknown areas, it begins to increase. That's why it's so important See, the spiritual word be feeding you the power source, and you don't even be knowing what be happening to you. But then all of a sudden your life begins to change, and you begin to call those things out that aren't as though they were. The things that don't even exist. You don't have to speak it with your mouth. God already know what you're speaking right in here. You can just think something. You can get to the point where you just think it, and it comes to pass. I know what I'm talking about. I'm talking from experience. I'm not talking from book knowledge. I'm talking from experience. I preach from experience. Experience. So here it is, this word. And here it is, this man is plowing. And he shifts that power on him because there's a Casting of his mantle upon him. Now, let's go to 2 Kings 2, verse 11. 2 Kings 2, verse 11. Say amen when you get there. And it came to pass, and it will. As they still went on and talked, behold, there appeared a chariot of fire. Now that chariot, you've got to understand, means it's a collector of the spirit man. Now wait a minute. That chariot that came down, came down to pick up Elijah, right? It came down to collect the spirit 
man. It is a collector of the spirit man. It's a chariot of fire. The reason it's a chariot of fire because Hebrews 12, 29 says that our God is a consuming fire. And if it's anything other than spirit that it came to pick up, it burned it up. So it had to be the spiritual man being collected in that chariot. See, that chariot, that word chariot means spiritual vehicle of God. That's your spiritual vehicle. Transports you. Takes you places you've never been before. If you dare to go there, but you've got to dare to go to places that you've never been before. You've got to dare to go there. I told him on Facebook, I said, uh, if you want to get out of debt, I always put a thing on it called uh, Today's Financial Nugget. When I have time to put it on there. And one of them I put on, I said, if you want to get out of debt, stop making bills. That common sense, right? Ain't that common sense? You talking about I want to get out of debt? Well, stop making bills. Duh. Boy, they attacked me. I had a couple of them wanting to just kill me. They wanted to choke me because I be spitting that truth. I just put it out there. Here, there it is. You want to you, you stop being in debt? Stop making bills. Okay. Now, here's the ironic thing about it. One of them folk that came at me, I came back at them. I said, well, you know, they brought the Lord in it. Now, when you're talking about financial nuggets, they brought the Lord in it. Then, well, you know the Lord. See, yeah, but now you, we were talking about man making bills. Now you done brought the Lord in. But since you brought the Lord in it, this is what God's words say. Oh, no, man, nothing. Well, I ain't hear nothing else after that. Because you, you, when you come at me, you better be ready now. You know what I'm saying? You, you better be ready because I know that thing right there. So you better know what you're talking about when you come because God got a word for you. God got a word for you in your insanity. Because you want to be broke. You mad because somebody else got sense enough not to be broke. You know what I'm saying? Because I done told y'all before, if you know you crazy, don't have all your money where you can get it. I done told you. So she's, she didn't write back. But now, I, this morning, I wrote on that thing about what I saw with this Super Bowl situation. This man and his son, he, sent, he spent $7,000. He said, I don't know how I'm going to pay for it, but I'll worry about that afterwards. I said, uh-oh, bingo. I got something. So I went back to that same place that I put it, and I put a comment there. And boy, when I put that comment there about what that man said, I said, now this is what I'm talking about. And guess who pops up again? Oh, that is again. <laughs> See, she pops up again. And she pops up and she tries to justify buying a television, a big screen, to watch the Super Bowl. Yeah. Tried to justify it and said something about, and, and I, my, my uncle or somebody still got $5,000 in the bank. Yeah. Well, one doctor visit can wipe that out. So you really ain't got what you think you got. 
I'm, I'm being real, man. I'm, I'm being real. See, I don't want to go backwards. I want to keep going forward. I want to sit, run on and see what the end is going to be. Just upgrade. God got to upgrade for you. God got to upgrade for you. But listen to me, church. When you get to upgrade, you got to get some wisdom. You can't be like that lady to get mad at the truth. You got to have some sense. First thing poor folk want to do is when they get a dollar bill, they want to go spend it. That's the first thing you want to do. And then you look around, now you're begging for somebody else's stuff. And they got families. Am I lying in the house? Am I lying up in here? When the Bible says that a man, I said a man, shall leave his father and mother, cleave to a wife, and the two of them ought to become one. That's the word. So all them young'uns and all of that stuff, mm -mm, she come for her. If, you know what I'm saying? Take care of my family. That's, that's right. That's right. I don't go in for that foolishness. Because, see, the Bible, see, I know what the Bible says. See, if, 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 if I told you about you weak men, if men would do what God said do, it'd cause a whole lot of peace in your house, in your church, among the people that you deal with. I said, if men would do what God ordained them to do. And the first thing the Bible says, if a man don't take care of his own household, he's worse than an infidel. That's a non-believer. That's a heathen. That's what it is. You want me to show it to you in the Bible? If you don't believe it, I will show it. I will. I sure will. I'll show it to you. Ain't got no problem showing it to you. Chariot of fire. And the horses, which are the powers, was a fire. And look what it did. It parted them both asunder. God's spirit came down to collect the spirit of the law, Elijah. And it separated them. Spirit of salvation over here. It separated them. Took Elijah up, took the law up, left the spirit of salvation in the earth to do a work. That's what he did. In the Old Testament, when Moses was fighting the Amalekites, I think they were, he was fighting Amalek and, and the Amalekites, I think they were the Amalekites, and Aaron and, and, and Ur had to hold, sit Moses on a stool on the hill and hold his hand and wrote Moses represents the law. While Joshua, who is the Savior, went down low. That's Jesus down here fighting for us. Came down and fought for us. Same thing. All through the Bible. You can pick it out. All through the Word of God, you can pick it out. But you got to know the Word. If you don't know the Word, you don't know what's in the Word. And then you start talking from your own foolish self. And then folks start listening to your own foolish self. And the blind lead the blind. And what happened? Somebody got a wreck. Who got all state? And what happened? Now, the word of God goes on in verse 12, 
and said, And Elijah saw it and cried, My father, my father, the charity of Israel. Uh-huh. The horsemen thereof. And he saw him no more. People, the law has been fulfilled. Grace is on the scene. What used to be ain't no more. And you ought to be glad of that. Because the thing that we get caught with during the day, they'd kill us if we were still under the law. Y'all understand that? Okay. I'm just making it easy for you. The Word of God says that, and he saw him no more. You see verse 12 there? Watch what happened. And he took hold of his what? And what did he do? In how many pieces? Two means covenant up with God. That's where salvation took and made a covenant with man right there. Do you understand two? Amen. Two. Covenant between God's salvation and man. You got to catch what's happening here. You got to understand what's happening here. We're talking spirit. You got to think. You got to be on your A game, as they call it. You got to be on that. You got to be on your A game up in here because you will miss what God is trying to tell you. When he rent that thing, that meant that there was a covenant made between man and salvation. Somebody need to get saved. I said somebody need to get truly saved. Somebody need to get truly saved. Not church saved, but truly saved. Because when you're truly saved, you watch what you say out your mouth. When you're truly saved. We begin to watch what we do. And when we do something that we ain't got no business doing, then we go to God and say, God, I need you to forgive me for this. And then you go to people and you ask people to forgive you too. I've stood in this right here many days with egg on my face. It's all right. You come in here with egg on yours. We're all in the same boat. But it's easier for you to look at me and judge me. You understand what I'm saying? When God got me held in his hand, it ain't a thing you can do about it. You can't do nothing but hurt your own self trying to hurt me. Oh, foolish Galatians, who has bewitched you to make you believe a lie? You started out well. What happened? That's what the books say. You, were, you started out well, then something happened. You went crazy. Can I drink some water? I'm speaking truth up in here. I'm speaking to my people up in here. Your covering is under me. So I got to speak to my people and cover you with love, compassion, truth, understanding, all that good stuff. So God's word says in verse 14, and he took the mantle, that's the glory I'm in 2 Kings 2, 14. Thank you, minister. And he took, see that's what I'm talking about, a little help from my friend. Because they know the old man getting see now. Thank you. Thank you. He told me, what that word you got, uh, what you call me, Brenda? What that word you call me? Say, tell it. Tell it. When I go around picking up stuff, because I like everything to be in order. Say, what you call it, OCDC? Huh? What the, I thought you were talking about what that other thing they be doing, ACDC. Or. Shit. 
She's that old CDC. <laughs> but anyway, Lord help us. <laughs> yeah, minister. <laughs> yeah, I know. Verse 14 said he took the mantle. That's the glory and the splendor of God that was in the law. Because it was Elijah doing it, okay? That fell from him. Uh-huh. And he smote the waters. Sometimes you got to touch the blessings of God. You understand what I'm saying? You got to reach out and touch that thing. In other words, if any two on earth agree. Now, that two on earth, well, it's three in the earth that agree, water, blood, and spirit. Any two of them. See, I ain't got to have you to agree with me with nothing. I already got it. I got the blood, I got the spirit, and I got the blessing. All I got to do is agree. Because the word of God says it's three in heaven. Mm-hmm. And it's three in the earth. The Father, the Son, and the Spirit up top. Blood, water, and the Spirit down low. And if I touch in agreement, the Bible says, if any man agree, any two agree touching on anything, anything, so I can touch the water in agreement, or I can touch the spirit in agreement, <laughs> and I can make it happen. And guess what? You can too. See, don't 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 get this don't get discouraged when when I say I can make it happen, because God has given you the power to make it happen. Yeah. See, 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 see. That's your problem. You're too religious. See, you see, instead of you catching what God is saying, you're too busy trying to critique what God. <laughs> I almost went to shouting and dancing. <laughs> Start catching what God is saying to you and stop trying to critique. Like you know. How, how can you know if, if you ain't put two weeks of meditation in this thing, in that one scripture, then how you going to? Come on, man. You need to listen, right? Got <laughs> about an office sometime, old girl looking at me. <laughs> he tried to get a word. You know what I'm saying? It's called work call. That's what it's called. You know, because you, you <laughs> can't turn you loose till you bless me. He took that glory and that splendor. He smote the water and, where, uh, and, and said, where is the God of the law? Elijah. Where is it? And when he also is smitten the water, see, you got to touch the blessings of God. They departed, uh-oh, and thither, and Elijah went over. In other words, they had already passed back across the Jordan, which is the spiritual stream of life. He got his double portion. Elijah was taken up. Elijah struck the waters and went back across the spiritual stream of life because he had a work to do. He had a work to do in the kingdom known as the land of Canaan. See, he had a work to do. And that's exactly what he did. Now, let's go. Give me just a couple seconds here. 
few minutes, and I'm going to lap this up. Go to Galatians, because I want to help you here. Galatians 24 through 29. And I want you all to study this particular area, because I want you to, to remember that it's very vital that you know and understand who you are at all times, okay? Because what the devil is trying to do is the devil will try to trick us and keep us from knowing who and what we are, and we can't allow that to happen, okay? So we don't want to do that. So when y'all get some time, go to Galatians, the third chapter, starting at the 24th verse through the 29th, and I'm just going to read it, okay? And then y'all can go back there and you can study it, okay? Are we there? Because I really need everybody to be there. Verse 24, it says, Wherefore the law was our what? To bring us unto who? That we might be justified, not by the law, but by what? Okay. For, but after that faith is come, we are no longer under a what? Who was the schoolmaster? The law. It says, now that faith has come, we're not under the law no more, the schoolmaster, because all it did was brought us to faith, right? It did its job. And then God came and took it up out of the way. All right. Now, verse 26. For ye are some... Somebody say it. I can't hear you. Say it one more time. Hey. For ye all are the who? Of who? By faith in Jesus Christ. It did not say some. It said we are all children of God through faith in Jesus Christ. That's the word of God. Rightly dividing the word. Understand me? Now, watch this. For as many, verse 27, are you there? For as many of you as have been baptized into Christ have put on who? Look at verse 28. There is neither what? Say it. In other words, there's no more Jew or Gentile. No more bond or free. No more male or female. For ye are some, say it, all what? How many in Christ? We are all one in Christ. Christ is the absolute of God's people. We'll say it again. Christ is the absolute, he's the head. Christ is the absolute to God's people. There are no other. We're all, the Bible said, said, what? In Christ.